welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite podcasts on folklore and mythological monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology rather than focusing on full stories with heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. Firstly, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you. We hit 150 downloads this week. It's such a huge milestone with only four episodes out. I appreciate every single one of you and would give you the biggest hug if there were not a deadly virus hanging around. But seriously, I can't thank you enough for listening to me indulge my folklore fantasies. I have a song preamble into this one this week. And bear with me, as I cannot use licensed music because money. So enjoy this rendition I recorded earlier on a tambourine. Oh, I do hope you enjoyed that. Today's creature is the terrifying Japanese Yorogomo. Now, before we get off on the subject of these, it's best I define something in Japanese mythology as a whole. So they call demons slash spirits slash monsters a word called yokai, which generally translates to spirit, strange creature, or apparition. So if you hear me say yokai, that's what I'm referring to, just as a heads up for the rest of this episode. Jorogoma are described as a yokai who is actually a giant spider, but can disguise themselves as humans to seduce young men and take back to their lairs to eat. It's said that when disguised as a person, kind of like a vampire, its reflection would show its true form, which is not something you'd like to see when snogging someone at a party. In other tellings, they're described as being half woman, half spider, disguising themselves with long kimonos so that their horrible spidery boy legs are hidden. Jorogoma are also able to control other lesser spiders, including a fire-breathing spider species. They're also clearly mythological, no details on these unfortunately, but I am really hoping that these actually don't exist in real life. They use these fire-breathing boys to burn down houses of people who suspect them of being Jorogoma. They usually live very solitary lives on their mounting pile of young men's bones. That could be an innuendo, but I'm not even going to entertain it. This is a mature podcast. Surogomo can spin silk threads strong enough to tie up a grown man so that he cannot escape. They also have a powerful venom that can slowly weaken you day by day, which kind of lets the beast get off on your undying or realistically dying attention. They make their nests in caves, forests or empty houses in towns. They then spend most of their time trying to tempt blokes to come home with them so that they can wrap them up in a nice little silk blanket and munch on their liquidised innards. Yummy! The first recording of the Jurogomo is in the Tanoi Gusa, which is a collection of ghost stories from the Edo period. The story is called Things That Ought To Be Pondered Even In Urgent Times. It's a nice short one, I know. It describes a young samurai who encounters a beautiful young woman carrying a child in her arms. The woman pointing at the samurai tells the child, Him surely is your father, go forth and be embraced. 
However, the samurai realises the woman is not what she seems and attacks her, slashing her with his blade. She then flees to the attic of his house. The next morning, all they find is the corpse of a giant Joros Bider, about half a metre long, along with the bodies of victims it had already murdered and eaten, stuck to the ceiling encased in webs. The second mention of the Joros Spider as yokai is in the story how Magakuru was deceived by Jorogomo. The story takes place in Takeda, Sakushu, now Okoyama. As the story goes, Magakuru was resting in his veranda when just as he was about to fall asleep, a woman of around 50 appeared before him. She told him that her daughter really fancied him and asked him to visit their estate. There, her daughter confessed her love to him and asked him to marry her. As Magakuru was already married, he refused. I'm quite glad he did, to be honest. However, the girl insisted, saying that although Magakuru had almost killed her mother two days ago, she still loved him and he shouldn't reject her. I wish things were that easy, gal, honestly. Confused by her words, Magakuru escaped the woman's estate, which vanished as he ran away. He found himself lying back on his veranda as if he'd just woken from a dream. His wife told him he'd been sleeping there the entire time. However, Magakuru looked up and webbing it up above his head, there was a small Juro spider. Seeing the spider, he remembered he had chased a spider from his home two days prior. He had almost killed it, which is what the women were referring to when they said he'd almost murdered her. How spooky is that? The Zurogomo is also often associated with waterfalls, in particular the Shoran Falls of Aizu in Shizuoka. They have a really cool story about Spider-Woman who is the mistress of the waterfall. The original legend says that as a man rested by the Shoran Falls, he felt a sticky web clinging to his leg. He pulled the spider web off of his leg and stuck it to a tree stump instead. The Jorogomo then dragged the stump into the water and beneath the falls. After this event, because they were so spooked about it, the villagers avoided the waterfall. However, a woodcutter who hadn't heard the story tried to cut the trees in the area. He accidentally dropped his axe into the pool below the falls, and when he tried to get it back, a woman appeared and gave it back to him, telling him he must never tell anyone what he saw. Then, he got a bit drunk, got a bit tipsy, and he told a whole bunch of people, as you do when you're a bit sloshed. After he fell asleep that night, his body was pulled outside by an invisible string. The next day, the villagers found his corpse, floating in the river below the Joran Falls. A second version of the legend says that the woodcutter fell in love with the woman he met by the falls. He went to see her every day, but his body grew weaker with each visit. The Osho, who were Buddhist priests of local temples, suspected that he was enchanted by the Jurogomo. On the man's next visit, the Osho accompanied him to chant sutras. When a spider thread wrapped around the woodcutter, the Osho shouted and the thread vanished. Despite knowing that the woman he loved was a Jurogomo, the woodcutter persisted, asking the local Tengu, another mythological creature that resembles a half-bird, half-human, we'll talk about this in another episode, for permission to marry her. The Tengu refused, so the woodcutter ran to the Joran Falls, where he was entangled in spider silk and pulled beneath the water, gone forever. At the Kashikabuchi Ravine in Sendai, people tell a surprisingly similar legend about woodcutters using tree stumps as decoys to avoid being pulled into the water by Jorogomo. However, in this legend, once the log is pulled into the water, a voice can be heard saying, Kashikoi, Kashikoi, or clever, clever. 
Since the name Kashikabuchi literally translates into Clever Abyss, some people speculate that the legend is the origin of the ravine's name. The Shoragumo in Kashikabuchi is worshipped as a preventer of waterborne disasters, with shrines and monuments in the area engraved with the words Mayaho Kumonore, meaning what we think is Spider's Ghost. Another legend from Kashikabuchi area says that a man named Genbei met a beautiful woman who was actually a shape-shifted eel that lived in the bottom of the Kashikabuchi ravine. She was going to be attacked by the Jurogomo, so she asked Genbei to help her defend herself. Genbei agreed, but on the night of the attack he was too scared to go out, staying hidden in his house instead. The defenceless eel lost her battle with the Jurogomo, and Genbei died of insanity. All fun, right? So where did this lovely creature originate from? In Japan, some spiders are known to possess amazing supernatural powers. It's said that when a golden orb weaver reaches 400 years of age, it develops magical powers and begins to feed on human prey instead of insects. One of these, the Joro-Gumo, is actually a golden orb weaver in English and is the most well-known of the arachnid yokai. Their Latin species name is Nephila clavata, if you wanted to know Latin. Jorogomo are found all over Japan, except for Hokkaido, strangely. The actual spiders are about 2-3 to three centimeters long, but they can grow much larger as they age. Some are large enough to even catch and eat small birds. These spiders are renowned for their large size, their beautiful colours, and the large and strong webs they build. Now we don't have these spiders in the UK, thank god, but I'm pretty sure I've seen them in an arachnid enclosure before at Bristol Zoo Gardens, and they are massive, but they're very pretty spiders to look at if you like spiders in any way. If you want to look at a picture of this spider, I'll put one up on the Twitter for you. In regards to the actual mythological creature, however, they only started being talked about in the Edo period in Japanese mythology, which was about 1603 to 1867. When the Shorogomo name is written with a kanji, that little wiggly line above the O in their name, it makes it mean entangling bride, which is how the real life spider's name is spelt. However, this funky alphabetical character was added onto the name much later to cover up the original meaning of the name, which is lovely and polite, it means whore spider. They're only ever described as women, which is interesting as the actual spider origin. The male spiders are significantly smaller than the females, and generally spiders and women in mythology tend to go hand in hand due to their seductive and entangling nature. Also, if you think of the term widow, which is primarily used to describe a woman whose male partner has died, what do you think of other than that? Oh yeah, a black widow spider. Or Scarlett Johansson. I got you Marvel fans. However, I've said that, and there's actually a similar half-human, half-spider yokai known as the Shushigomo, which is based on a real spider species much like the Jurogomo, but it's actually a kind of tarantula. However, the Sushigomo can either be male or female. Not many accounts of this, however, so we generally won't focus on it. So in modern culture, it can mostly be found in anime and manga, which if you didn't know, is mostly Japanese. You can read slash watch about them in the following. Yokai Watch, Triple X Holic, Dororo, Kakuri Yo no Yatomeshi, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Rosario and Vampire. I'm not a huge anime fan. The only one out of these I've actually watched is Yu-Gi-Oh! and that's because I'm a huge nerd, but I honestly don't remember any use of the Shurogomo in there, but I imagine it was some very cool monster card. 
There's also a couple of video games. For me, I remember seeing them in Diablo 3. There's a character called Sadea who is the Maiden of Lust. She's one of the like top dogs walking around hell, as you do. She's very seductive, very sexy. She has a very sexy voice, I'm just saying. But they're also in Ayakashi Ghost Guild, Pathfinder, Neo, Okami, The Evil Within, and even Dark Souls. So if you like a challenge, the latter is definitely for you. TV and movie-wise, they're in an episode of Doctor Who, if you're into timey-wimey stuff, in the season with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. I believe it's the episode where Donna attempts to get married, she's in the bridal gown. Other stuff like the series Grimm, Escape the Night and Hellboy Sword of Storms have characters who at least look like Shurogomos, even if not explicitly named so. The book recommendation this week is not explicitly on Shurogomos, but if you're interested in yokai, my recommendation is The Book of Yokai, Mysterious Creatures of Japanese Folklore by Michael Dylan Foster. It's a good one for all those spooky spirit creatures, including these ladies in Japanese mythology. Just a really interesting and culturally significant read. I really recommend it for any yokai fans out there. Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? God, I bloody hope not, Jesus Christ. As someone who is very scared of spiders, not like massively, I may add, I think they're very cool, but I really don't like their eyes and the way you can see their eyes on some spiders, that freaks me out. Or the way their legs move, it's so nasty. I don't even want to imagine a large one. They're just, hell no, man. With this one, I think it's probably, again, more of a cautionary tale for young guys not to get (laughs) wrapped up in something based on first glances or something like that. Or maybe it's for them to remain faithful to their wives. Again, the avoidance of seduction from other women. However, I think they're a really super cool concept. I love the idea of them wandering about with these super long kimonos on, but moving like a spider underneath it. It super reminds me of a newer Pokemon called Mimikyu, which takes on the look of Pikachu, who we all know and love, I'm sure, because it's renowned as being very cute and loved, and it wants that, but underneath this costume, apparently it causes anyone who sees it to go mad. I haven't found any modern claims of Jurogomo sightings, which seems to be unusual as far as Japanese spirits go. Perhaps no spiders have reached their 400th birthday yet, who knows? But hey, the Japanese people still believe that Shurogomo guards that waterfall and offerings are still left to it, so someone must believe that there is still a spidery lady who could either trip them into the falls or save them from drowning, one of the two. Well, isn't that fun? I had a fun time researching this one. For me, learning about cultures and mythology previously unknown to me is my favourite pastime. Thank you for letting me indulge it with you and I hope you learned something too about our Spider Queen of the Week. Next week, we're delving into what I'm going to call world mythology and looking into the terrifying night hags or nightmares who sit on you whilst you sleep and make you have horrible dreams. It's also where the term nightmare comes from, so it's going to be a good one. Just as a pre-warning, it is going to be a bit longer because we're looking at a lot of world and cultural mythologies. So just as a heads up, it's probably going to be a bit of an extra five minutes. I hope that's fine with you guys. It's going to be a real chocker episode, so don't miss it. Sounds really fun, right? Make sure you have a nice hot chocolate after that episode before bed. I'll give you nightmares next Thursday, same time. But for now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you're listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next, and I'd love to hear from you. The Twitter is at MythMonstersPod, or the Instagram is at MythMonstersPodcast. 
or you can email me old-fashioned style at mythmonsterspodcast at gmail.com and share this with your friends who knows they might love me as much as you do I just want to give one last shout out if you follow the Twitter or Instagram I announced the monster of that week with a handmade logo by myself and I usually put a photo or picture up against it and for the last two weeks I've used this really amazing artist from Russia and their drawings they're an absolute amazing artist their name is Iron Horrors you can find any links to their art straight off of the Twitter or Instagram page really recommend you go give it a look if you're into that kind of thing they are absolutely gorgeous pieces of work i've actually just ordered two prints this is no plug in any way i just really thought i'd pass on the absolute enthusiasm i have for this person's work it's absolutely amazing but anyway i digress i'll let you get back to your normal lives stay spooky and i'll see you later babes <laughs>